Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. I've got a fantastic guest for you coming from Portugal. Name is Tiago Feria, and he's a business mentor for coaches, mentors with a unique anti-marketing approach. He's got a really interesting slant on things. And today's going to talk about sales marketing. He's also to talk about his unique perspective. And I'm really happy to welcome him to the show. So uh, welcome, Tiago. Oh, Chris, thank you so much for having me. It's a true honor. And I hope, uh, I think, we believe we're going to have some fun here. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's great because, um, you know, the internet is the great equalizer. And through Zoom and through streaming, we're able to conduct these conversations, um, you know, almost for free. So tell people about your background and we'll get right into the conversation. Yeah, as my background, uh, I'm... I like to say that I started. It all started in uh, when I went to Manchester for my um, uh, master's degree. I chose a random marketing thing, like strategic consumer marketing. Uh, but um, and then at some point, my my tutor, he told us it was a 73 year old man called Adrian Thomas, <laughs> and he told us that back in 2008 that you should look at digital marketing is the future. What are you doing, guy? <laughs> so I, I completely changed my final thesis topic to actually something reflecting that, like uh, Google and search engine impact in the UK consumers. Um, I've got a lot of a lot in, a lot interested in this topic, um, and always kept this Google thing in mind, the back of my mind. Came back to Portugal, did some internships, um, but always had this Google was the holy grail of you know the digital and the world. So I thought, <laughs> okay, I have to go there at some point. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I use my own current strategy, which is uh, reaching out to my network, to so everything I have in my world. So I tried to tap into my network to see who knew someone that worked there at Google. Uh, Dublin, Ireland is the European headquarters of Google. So I, was, I wanted to go there. And then I figured out someone that knew someone, someone's boyfriend that had a friend there. So I connected and um, made a nice CV with my, uh, as if it were a, a Google search of my name and a Google. And the results were my experience, my uh, <laughs> my academic background. And it somehow captured the attention of the, the recruiter there. And uh, yeah, there I went. Worked, uh, yeah. worked, worked there for eight years. Was uh, yeah, it was super fun. Uh, learned a lot, worked with huge corporations. But at some point I started feeling, uh, after five years, feeling a bit uh, that the corporate world was not for me. <laughs> Having a boss nagging my nerves every week, it was, uh, yeah. I felt my creativity also a bit squeezed because I was just limited to Google Ads and the, the platform. Facebook ads were growing like crazy at the time. So I felt, ah, okay, I need to do something more creative on my own. Um, and then, yeah, then I decided to come back to Portugal in 2019. Thank God my wife accepted this change of lifestyle to <laughs> quit the corporate safe safe corporate world and follow my own adventure here in Portugal, helping yeah. out you know uh, local businesses and entrepreneurs and yeah this is how it kicked off my yeah my current my current career. It's it's quite interesting because uh, I love I lo um, what I love is this um, hearing about people getting in on the ground floor especially with um, digital marketing and you talked about Facebook Google ads. Um, just kind of early pioneers. One thing that really stood out to me when we were talking is this idea of um, you have this um, anti-marketing approach and kind of expand on that. I'm curious for my own, but what do you mean by anti-marketing approach? <laughs> well, I'm not exactly anti-marketing, okay? Yeah. I, I really love marketing. It's, it's my life. It's uh, my obsession. I just, it's my hobby. It's everything. Um, I, the anti-marketing is more anti 
you know, the complex strategies that, uh, you know, that we're bombarded daily from the internet gurus, right? They're selling, saying that you're one funnel away and, you know, that we use, we should use ads and funnels and those complex strategies that work, you know, after some point, but not for those that are, you know, trying to grow their business and getting sustainable, you know, uh, six figure years and stuff like that. And I truly believe that we have everything we need in our own world, you know, to grow, start and, and grow an interesting fun business, uh, just leveraging our current, our established relationships. That's basically it. The, 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 the anti-marketing methods is to, instead of trying to go to new relationships, which is the harder and the, the complex way, you know, with ads, funnels, or even cold email and et cetera, uh, or, or just losing time on creating reels daily and stories. And, you know, <laughs> it's, not a, it's not an easy game. So uh, my approach is, okay, just use your established relationships. So who are they? You're, you have a, you're a customer, customer list, right? Clients, people you've talked to in the past. You have your contacts, you have friends, family, colleagues, LinkedIn connections, and you have an audience, even if it's small, uh, an email list or social media followers. Um, and uh, those established relationships will not necessarily be the ones who give you the money but also they can be the ones that help you get that money, right? So using what I love to, to, to use, inspired by this gentleman here, Jay Abraham, getting everything you can out of, out of all you've got. Uh, he, he leverages referrals uh, all the time, and, and um, it's basically a big point of, of his strategy is to you know, use those connections you already have to make them help you get clients. So that, those are, this is ma the basis of, of the anti-marketing is to use the established relationships. First, the first thing for you to ask yourself is, do I have something that my target audience actually needs to buy right now? Uh, do, 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 does my offer like answer a desperate problem that they need to solve right now? And if not, that's exactly where we should start. We should tap into our own network of past clients and leads and followers and uh, ask them questions, interview them and uh, mm -hmm. see Look, what's the frustrations, your most common problems? How do you feel? What do you want to achieve? And collect those emotional words that we can after use to create a, an offer, a, a program, a service that you know reflects what people actually want to buy, which is amazing. If you do that, you have an offer that sells almost by itself. And then the second question is to, to ask is, do my current relationships need my new offer that I just created? If the answer is yes, then okay, ask them if they want help. You can go back to the people interviewed and say, Look, I created this thing that just answers the, the problem you said you had. What do you think? Do you know someone who would need this? Uh, and if the answer is no, you can can you make something that you, the people would need? Uh, and, and most people need money, right? So why not create a, your own referral program that you can tap into your network and just talk to lots of people and say, do you know someone that would need this offer? Like I have a referral program that can give you a commission for every client you send to me. So yeah, the, the, the anti-marketing method is you know, leveraging, creating these systems in a systematic approach, uh, not just, you know, trying one thing here, one thing there. No, be actually super structured, you know, track everything. Who did you talk to already? Who did you ask for a referral? Who sent you a referral? Um, and like this, you can, you know, grow very interesting business um, that doesn't depend on you looking for new clients all the time. You can have people helping you out, you know, create your own sales team uh, almost for free, right? Yeah. It's really interesting, yeah. Because uh, this idea of um, referral programs and affiliate programs is it's really um, how you get this uh, network and spiral effect. Um, the next kind of question is: um, you have this um, idea of uh, the hand raiser method and how to get clients today. Uh, talk about if you have an email list or social media following, how this works. 
Yeah, of course. So uh, for me, the, the I'm not a big fan of the Instagram games, you know, the reels and being there all the time. But for me, the purpose of social media is to actually start conversations with people. Uh, oh. and, you know, it's um like give excuses for you to go to use the direct, go direct to use Messenger or, you know, I think that's the, the main purpose of social media. At the, at the beginning, of, or the origins of social media was to, you know, create connections, talk to people, interact. Right? So I think... There's a there's a super simple strategy that I, that I love to tell my clients to 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 do, which is simply is good, right? It's repeatable. It's easy to stick until it works. Uh -huh. uh, so if you have like at least two thousand people following you on social media um, that you've been actually communicating to, it will work. And um, of course, the more the bigger the audience, the better it will be. But you can already leverage something if you have a small audience. And it's like a two-step handy raising post to start conversations to sell your offer. So you first. You can look at your outline of your program, your service, or, or whatever you're you're offering, and make a list of things that you or your clients have done in the past that your dream client would be interested in learning more. Like, oh, this is interesting. I want to know more about that. Uh, and of course, it has to be something that is compelling, interesting, a bit outside the box. It, the goal is to capture the attention of, of the people that are already following you. Uh, for example, some if you're in the weight loss, uh, you can say, "How I lost 20 pounds uh, without eating desserts." While eating, sorry, while eating desserts, not without, like something out of the box, uh, like uncommon, that shows how you achieved something and it, that would be interesting for them. Uh, and then you can start uh, with the one that is most appealing, one of those topics, and create a video training about that. Like, and just add value to people. At the end, you can have a CTA saying, if you like what you saw and you like more information, just reply, interested, or send me a DM, right? And then mm -hmm. once you have this video recorded somewhere, you create a post on your social media and say, hey, I just posted a video where I show you how to achieve this the specific thing, right? Would you like it? If yes, hit reply or you know, comment below. And that people start responding. Social media is great because the posts will reach higher, like more comments, more answers, etc. And then you have a, this excuse, this amazing excuse to send them a message because you know this person raised their hands. They're interested in what you have to say. And you can send them like, hey, look, here's a video, start a conversation. And um, th these people are interested in you, what you have to offer. So you can you you can start a conversation, ask questions, like qualify them. Uh, what have you tried before? What are your goals? And if, if they tell you they have a problem they want to solve right now, you can simply ask, oh, do you want help with that? And then that's it. It's like use social media as excuses to start conversations is the, in my opinion, the, the ideal scenario. If you don't want to play the game of, you know, reels, you know, growing organic Instagram content and, uh, and then use the bio, which you, works very inefficiently. Uh, I mean, that's, that's my take on social media. I don't know if you, if you agree. Well, uh, what's interesting is because just talking to a lot of different influencers, um, you know, even with podcasting, people have different goals for podcasting. Yeah. You know, some of it's like to sell things. Some of it is to build a brand, you know, audience. And I really like this idea of uh, using social media to start conversations because one thing that I've really learned is um, the, through engagement and commenting, you know, you can get a lot of followers that way. Um, so there's... Yeah. There's so many strategies, so um, it's how you use the tools. So moving to the my next question is this: um, Why you talk about your problem isn't sales or marketing, but it's your offer and how to turn your knowledge into a truly irresistible offer that sells by itself? How do you do that? Yeah, absolutely. So I already tapped a bit into it on the the part of interviewing your clients, right? But the first step before that is like is to choose. Okay, you need to be super specific on. Who is the person that you're trying to help? 
what's the current context, what what needs and objectives do they share, and what is the problem that you want to solve, and that and that problem needs to be something super super narrow. It has to be something that they want to solve right now, urgently, right? For example, you cannot just say if you're a fitness professional that uh, I'll help you. Uh, I don't know. Uh, or if you're a relationship coach and you say, like, I help you improve your relationship, something like that, very generic, versus saying something like, I help men avoid to avoid divorce. You know, it's like super specific. And the problem that is burning in their nerves and keeps them awake all uh, at night. So that that's the kind of thing that you should be uh, aiming at if you want to create an offer that is easier to sell, you know, because it's something that people want to buy right now. <laughs> Um, easy to communicate, you know exactly who you're talking to. Um, you can create your, you know, all the communications or your content, and it's easier to sell because you know exactly what's in their mind, right? What's what, what's disturbing them? Um, and of course, if you follow my anti-market method, I advise you to interview five to ten people to capture, you know, interview them, ask them questions about how, how does it feel at night, you know, what's what's your main frustrations, uh, uh, what does your wife think about it, what do you want to achieve after this. Um, and if you capture all those emotional words, you can create something amazing that they it resonates with their it talks their language, right? Yeah. And they feel attracted to it, and then it's easier to sell. Yeah. Uh, so basically, the, the irresistible offer that sells itself has to have that that main thing. This is the the, the, mo the most crucial part that uh, I've been struggling for for years until I finally nailed it down. Is we need to focus on a problem uh, they they want to solve right now. There has to be a strong reason for them to buy right now. Otherwise, people procrastinate or put it for later or, you know, it cannot be a nice to have uh, <laughs> a problem that they have. And then, of course, you need to have a very clear outcome of what you of what your program, your service, et cetera, will help them achieve. You have yeah. to describe it clearly, like using their words again, uh, how their life will look like after that. Right. So be very clear on that. Um, and then also you have to think about all the potential objections people might have in their mind yeah. that will make them not buy. Right. Uh, for example, I don't know, I I cannot watch this course. Uh, uh, my wife cannot see me watch this course or something or this program or whatever. So you need to have that in mind and solve it by design in the way you offer your program and you position your offer. So it's like, oh, don't worry, you can, you consume this and, uh, on audio, you know, something on him when they're going to work or something. <laughs> you, know, you need to think of all, all the objections people might have to make the, e the easier, to make the sale easier. Um, and of course, you need to... Your target audience has to be someone that is has the ability to buy and also the ability to implement what you're going to offer. Uh, you have to choose people that you can that you know that you can really help them achieve a result fast and efficiently. Um, so if you think about all these components and you interview people and you reflect that in your offer, you have the ingredients to have something that is that almost sells by itself. Yeah, how can people follow you, reach out to you, check out your work, and so on? Yeah, so my, my website is still in Portuguese. I, I am in the beginning stages of internationalizing my brand. <laughs> but you can still lurk me there. Uh, and you can use Google Translate. So if you go to tiagofaria.pt, that's T-I-A-G-O-F-A-R-I-A.pt, um, and you can alert me there. You can also book a free call on the top right corner uh, with me if you have any questions about what we discussed here today or if you want to, you know, if you're struggling to get clients consistently, but it, it makes you cringe, you know, to post reels every day and you're wasting money on ads. So, and you want to know how to do it, you can, we can have a chat and we can brainstorm ideas for you to implement today. Yeah. And for all the audience out there listening, Diego, for coming on and um, talking about this unique approach 
And um, be sure to follow all his social media. And thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you, Chris. It was a true pleasure. Hope people find some value out of this.